All right, welcome to Against All Odds. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? I hear the parlay kid loud and clear, and I'm surprised because he uh, did a number on his voice Right there, game six, front and center. He and Mikey Meatballs. The Islanders defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning in overtime to force a game seven. And what could be, could be, we'll discuss this, the last game at Nassau Coliseum. How are you feeling, Parley Kid? What was the action? T- tell us. Take us through it. Still on a high, Sal. Well, look, um, sitting basically ringside, you know, we're, we're right on the ice last night at the game. Full house, obviously, at the Coliseum. Uh, you know, the Islander fans really, to me, so, uh, really some of the best fans in the world in terms of rooting for uh, a team that have been very passionate. Uh, they threw garbage base. on the ice. I don't know. They're, they're literally it was in celebration. It wasn't. It oh. wasn't. in Not that um, intelligent. Those Long Islanders. Not that. Intelligent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I look, I was I wasn't in favor of it, but uh, yeah, that was I, I I wasn't very thrilled with that, but it was like I said, it wasn't they were weren't booing refs at that point right. or anything or throwing it at Tampa players. Shouldn't have happened. But uh, you know, when they were down two nothing, I have to say Brother Bright said it's over. Game's yeah. over. Oh. He said it. Oh, oh he no. He said it's Brian, over. Really? Yeah, reverse it. jinx. I, to, Brian's, to Brian's to Brian's defense. We're yeah. on a text chain where about eight other people when it's like one nothing, say it's over. It's over. Oh, that's good. It's over. Right, you guys. waited. It's over. We we suck. And it, believe me, I, I can't believe some of these people that Brian and I are with because uh, they Get them it's off. Like, guys, you got to know this Islanders team. But when it's two nothing, I turned to Mikey Meatballs mm-hmm. and I said to I said to Michael, I go, you know, it's two nothing, but the Islanders are kind of playing their game. Yeah, they are. This they're playing that gritty game. Tampa has really just snuck to it. If we could just get one on the board. You know, before the start of the game, I predicted overtime. I said, this game's going to overtime. You did. Right? And uh, obviously, I think the only time I felt <laughs> that we were in trouble was the five on three. Yeah. And we didn't score. Yeah. We didn't score. We right. didn't really have a good attempt. Yeah, like one uh, shot. And I think. Yeah. I, I thought at that point, it was like, oh, this, this could be trouble. And then they tied up on a great goal by – uh, Scotty Mayfield, who's also much maligned in the, the group text uh, that <laughs> he, I'm in he, all the he time. May have, he may have changed the the uh, complexion of this series, right? I, I knocking mean, out, knocking me, out again, Tampa Bay's I, best player. Guy makes like, yeah, and he took out Coot. Yeah, the guy hits people all over the place. And then we have a very weak call on Matty Martin with like five or six minutes left in the game. High sticking call. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, every you know very tense moment. But Sal, honestly, uh, well, I want to play. I want to play because this is a subdued uh, parlay kid trying to recollect here, get his thoughts together. But Jim yeah. Cunningham, we have some video you, that people are going to be able to hear. You can play it. You can yeah, play yeah. it. This is this can, is. Uh, I think when they tied it two two, and then and then after the win, go ahead. Here we go again. Two two. We got this. The party. Oh my god. You can't hear me. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right, and that was to tie it, and then in overtime. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes! Yes! 
There he is, big celebration, and then it's like, you know, there. look for some trash to throw. <laughs> <laughs> you at least threw your gum on the ice. Admit you had to. I mean, no, 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 I did no. not do okay. that. Never, right. never. Well, well good job by you. get hurt with that. That was uh, excellent. That was a lot of fun to watch uh, well, you guys there. I think, that I think that was video proof of Mikey Meatballs not cheering, just videotaping right there. Michael, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Michael and I were hugging this guy next to us. I really? didn't even know. It, you, that's why, look, this is why, this is why I honestly, I was thinking about this last night. And this yeah. is another reason why I feel really bad for Harry. Because... He oh. doesn't have a passion for any team. Right. And the only look, he has no commitment to any team, and it's yeah. not a good thing. He's on Team Ken. That's his that's that, his look, passion, Sal, I was right gonna there. say the yeah, only to thing he's committed too. to is Ken. Right. It's the only thing in his life that he's committed to. Yeah, but he would you never and, throw garbage in his vicinity, and, that's for sure. And, ex uh. Right. And I'm not making that up. But <laughs> Sal, right? To have a team. What a it's thing to bring, you know, bring people together. I know. So you were at the other, you know, at the other game. Uh, one of my best the games I went to was the 95 Yankee Mariner game. Yeah, yeah that was fun. And you remember the, the, the taking the train home and people just, you you know, you made a cop. Uh, you know, yeah. You know, I remember. I, I, it the, the, the Mets beat the, the, the Yankees in the World Series game uh uh, game three, and I was like, "Oh, I'm on top of the world." Obviously, it didn't didn't pan out for me after but that. But yeah, oh, no, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, for taking the train. And, and there's over. something though. I'm telling you, there's there's something about <laughs> hockey. I honestly, this hockey is there's nothing like it though. All right, that let me ask been... you something though, and I want you to be honest, and I'm yep. going to judge the uh, brother Bry's reaction as to whether or not you're telling the truth here. It could be that, well, first of all, the difference between them losing and winning is a, a world of difference. But if they had lost, you would have been like, oh, well, that was pretty cool to be at the last game at Nassau Coliseum. Yep. And okay. uh, team did great. It was gravy, trots, all this stuff. Uh, now they won. And now it's an even bigger accomplishment, right? Sure. Is, is it, are you more okay with them losing now, knowing that you saw the last game and it was a win and it was an overtime? Yes, because yeah. I've I made this comment to uh, people I work with. And I said, look, when it was 3-2, and you got to mm. remember, at one point it's 2 nothing yesterday, and the Islanders have been outscored 12-0. to zero, Sure, yeah, yeah. It's got the last 12 goals. Game, since yep. game four. Mm -hmm. So 12 straight goals, that's almost, uh, you know, historic uh, yep. in terms of that. So my, my, my position was, let's win this game. And let's play a super competitive game mm -hmm. in game seven and let the chips fall where they may. All right. So okay. I, to, to sum it up, the parlay kid would rather the, the Islanders lose here so he could say he went <laughs> no. to the last game and no. it was overtime. I'll just, I'll, just go to the uh. last, I'll just go to the last game against the Canadian. I'll just go. I'm going to go. Right. Whenever it is, I'm going to be there for that last game All right. at the Coliseum. Oh, good. All right. So, uh, we are going to... So, uh, all right, we'll move on from hockey. One thing I want to say is the Lightning are favored. They have a 3-3, you know, three, three, Game 7. They're favored to win the Stanley Club, Cup, plus 155. The Canadians, plus 310. The Islanders, plus 350. And the Knights have some work to do, 4-1 to one odds. What was weird about this yesterday, the Knights were shorter odds to win the Stanley Cup, down 3-2, than the Canadians were, even though the Canadians are clearly a favorite to win that series, minus 188. So I don't. You could stare at that forever. It, it it will make sense and it won't make sense. That to is you, crazy. 
Um, you can catch all these guys, their uh, picks, extrapoints.com, free picks every single day. Harry makes videos, but let's move to the NBA, which I don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, I've lost, I think, my last five games. I stayed away oh, from man. the Phoenix wins. I probably would have had those, but I definitely had the seven-point bucks just to win. I definitely had the seven-point oh. sixers just to win. I screwed up the rest of that bucks uh, Nets <laughs> game. I don't know. So Hawks well, win 116, 113. Trey Young just goes crazy. I mean, they they can't solve him. Somehow he was five for 23 in game seven. Like, what's the anomaly here, brother Bri? Like that Trey Young, I don't think he should ever go five for 23 because that teardrop shot is there Whoa. eight times for him a game, right? I know like, you you, you referenced that on? last you referenced that last night. Oh. Uh, yeah, that that floater of his seems to be, you know, he seems to hit that like eight. Not even looking. Yeah. Right. He seems yeah. to hit that like 80% of the time. I mean, you just assume it's going in. So yeah, to have games like where he's five for 23 or five yeah. for 24, whatever it was, I, I don't know how that possibly happens. Yeah. So the Bucks are now minus 200 to win the series, which seems high. It was minus 180 last night. As soon as that game ended, I clicked on FanDuel, minus 180, plus 152 for the Hawks. Now minus 200 and plus 168, Harry. I don't, I, if they can't solve Trey Young, then why is this not just a pick them? I mean, they were, yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out the game. I'm looking, well, they were out rebounded. The Bucks were 51 45. But points in the paint was 70 to 54 Milwaukee. I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. Other, other than that, I, I know that Giannis betting him to be the top scorer is not a good bet. I had that yesterday, mm -hmm. and that's all I was done in the first quarter, even though the Bucks <laughs> had much life. That's two out of those last 10, that bet hit, and one out of the last seven times if you take Giannis top scorer. Not a good bet. But, Harry, I don't know. I think this is a pick well, him the rest of the way. Yeah, look, you've, 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 we've discussed this before. You'd never know what you're going to get out of Middleton. If you're going to get a 35-point uh, game or you're going to get a 5 out of uh, 18 uh, performance. 6 for game. 23 yesterday. Yeah, yep. 6 for 23. I mean, honestly, and, and uh, the Hawks have just on, just young thrives being on the road. They're 6-2. and 6-2 and two on the road in the playoffs. They've won every game one on the road. Uh, they're just really amazing and just not getting the credit they deserve from the odds makers because, again, uh, you know, I, I, I gave up the Hawks on plus 7 uh, for game one on Tuesday. And it's just, I think, who are the, I just like, I know we discussed this a little while ago. So who are the Bucks to be giving seven? Then it went up to eight just in the playoffs. They just don't blow teams out really usually. Well, they do though, because and, and this leads into my pick. They beat the Nets by 11 or more twice. They beat the Heat by 11 or more three times. They've had blowouts throughout the season. But I'm, talk, that's I'm, why talk, I'm talking, I'm talking, if you go back to last year too, and the year before when they choked, it's just that they haven't performed. Okay, I'm going back to last should, week you know? and two weeks ago. I should go back further, you're saying? <laughs> well, I'm just saying the Bucks, I, I, been, never the Bucks were like one or two, the yeah. number one team or number two team the last couple of years and haven't got out to the Eastern Conference. All right. Well, either way, my pick for game two, which is tomorrow, but we'll get to we'll get to game three, Suns Clippers, which is tonight. But I'm going Bucks by 11 or more. I'm a glutton for punishment. It's plus 135. Like I said, they have five playoff wins already by 11 or more. And if it's going to happen in this series, it's got to be game two. And it's got to be Chris Middleton making more than six shots or taking fewer than 23 or something. So that's my pick. But Harry, what the hell are you talking about? I have written down here that you like the Bucks minus seven and a half. <laughs> I do. I, I'm just making a point for the Hawks for the series, but oh I do God. like the Bucks in game two. Uh, you know, uh, it's minus eight now. So. In, yeah, right. It's oh, wow. minus eight. Wow. Now. Yeah. Well, okay. Jeez. Well, still, I'm, I'm, I'm on the Bucks with you too, Sal, because 
in game twos, Bucks have been really good, uh, and the Hawks have <laughs> been very bad in game twos. And I'm just bouncing back with that. Like we mentioned, um, Brooke Lopez, I think, needs to bounce back and play good like he did in game seven when he had 19 against the Nets. He's got to be there. Uh, Hawks got a game, and, and we'll just they'll just be fine going home 1-1. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, Giannis and the Bucks have bounced back in a big way in game two. Right. And, uh, and uh, Sal, I think that might be a good bet there, 11 or more. Definitely. But they, right. they've, they've never blown anybody out since 2011. I know. Are no. you talking about the Bucks this year or are you betting the Bucks <laughs> last year? Listen, they, they, blew up the Haw- they blew up the Hawks in the last two games of the regular season this year when they played. <laughs> Harry starts like, I wonder what, like, if he had to write a thesis in college. Like He, he starts well, off I, with, listen. who are the Bucks to give eight points to anyone? And then, okay, here's 15 reasons why the Bucks well, are blown. The only reason why is like I'm in game two because the Hawks have been terrible in game two. And the Bucs have been very All good right. in game two. That's it. All right. So we agree, I think. I don't know. All right, Paul, I kid. Bucks, you also like yeah. the Bucs. Yeah, well, I mean, this is my dream uh, NBA scenario for the most part. <laughs> Mine is that it because ends. Because yeah. you're putting the Bucks <laughs> on every parlay you have to, right. win, to win. You're going yeah, p- yeah. to win. You're, that's a fact, right? So I always, I always root, unless it's my team, as a better, I root for the home team to lose game one. Because ninety percent of the time they're winning and covering game two, it just feels like that. I liked. I'm going to take the minus eight at minus one hundred six. Mm-hmm. But th- you have me really thinking. So if I'm going to do that, why not go for the plus one thirty five that you're giving out? Right. And if I'm thinking minus eight, I'm thinking that they're going to control this game. I probably really should roll with yours. But since I already I said I was going to go with the Bucks minus eight, I'm going to stick with that. The X factor is quite simply Middleton. When he plays well, they win. Yeah. If he doesn't play well, they lose. So Middleton normally backs up a poor performance with a good one. So mm-hmm. I'm banking, especially at home. Middleton turns it around real quickly, and he has a big game. And the Bucks win this game going away. Uh, Hawks are happy to I- I'm with you. I, I think. I think they need a little help, though, from the refs or something. I think Trey Young, I don't know, it's like doubling his point total, right? Like 48, or sometimes we see him around 21, Young. 24, 25. <laughs> it's crazy shit. Uh, he, he is, he's really stepped it up. I mean, he's... he's I was uh, so much more afraid of him with the ball than Giannis. I mean, first of all, Giannis, unless he took it at midcourt, he was going to, if it was passed inside, it looked like he was going to turn it well, over. You know, right? Young, you know, he's, he's a better shooter than Giannis, and he knows he knows how to get to the line. Right. And when he gets to the line, he makes his free throws. So Seems he's simple. a threat yeah. at all times. He's a threat. It's just, and you know, he's just, he knows, he's really so good at drawing those fouls, like Hardenish, you know, like yep. uh, with the way he does it. He's just, uh, you know, he's kind of what we're seeing right now is maybe the kind of the ascension, uh, ascension we saw of Curry uh, mm-hmm. years ago, right? Where you're like, I can't believe this guy's this good. Right. He really is this good right now. Yeah. So. Every possession is points. Um, all right. Bri. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I, I probably should have done it this way. This way you don't have to watch the whole game, but you like the Bucks to win the first. Oh, oh you have them first quarter well, and the game. Yes. Yeah, so they they oh. didn't have a first quarter lineup, which I'm definitely going to take the first quarter line once, once it's there. But I do like the, the Bucks first to win the first quarter and to win the game was minus 135. I will say, Sal. To Parley, you know what Parley Q was saying. I I have a feeling on Fox Bet Live you're going to be parlaying the Bucks with like Lomachenko with Javante <laughs> Davis, right? There, there's Italy got, to to right, uh, to last right, outlast to, Austria to, yep, to, I got to, it. to to advance. I, <laughs> yeah. I I know it's happening already. So Austria is good. I kind of like good. it. Shut up. But man. I'll I'll say um, 
I'll say, I mean, I think Trey Young had a real big game yesterday just because I bet the under 28 and a half right. on the on the podcast on Tuesday. But God, was that was that was over immediately. Right. Uh, but I, I think this plays out similarly to game two against the 76ers. Uh, but that the um in terms of like the the Hawks game where where they mm-hmm. got blown blown out in game two, although that was close for a little bit a little yeah. bit. But the Bucks seemed to miss last night. It was like I don't know. It seemed like twenty layups. It just seemed like a lot of a, a lot of crappy shots. A lot of in and out. Mid- lot of, Middle- yeah. Middleton was really bad, but like his shots were slightly off. Like I, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. I kept telling you guys it was like a toilet bowl. They were rimming in and out. Right. Um, yes, it but was you know, true. Gian- Giannis was uh, Giannis was very good, but he could be even better. Uh, Bogdanovich is clearly hurt for them. So Trey Collins and and Trey and Collins. I think couldn't have been better on the road. So Collins I think they're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So the urgency will be there for, for Giannis in game two. I think they come out hard and they win the first quarter and the game. One of my sports pet peeves, Brian, it shouldn't matter because these are all pros, right? But when the home team is rimming out on their own in own court in the first quarter, it's like, what the fr-? And like in the Hawks were draining and that they, they were actually, they both started off really slow from behind the arc, but the Bucks couldn't make an eight footer, right? So it was either a dunk or they were going to miss in that first quarter. I was like, what the hell? Who the, who's home here? What's going on? I'm, I'm screaming. I don't even know who I'm screaming at. Brian, they do have odds on. Uh, FanDuel has them up now. First quarter oh. money line is Bucks minus 215. Wow. What, and, what is this? What's the, the spread? spread is two, two? two and a half minus 120. Yeah, I would still I would still take that. Yeah. I would still take that. But, right. but, but Sal, I know it's it's so funny. You, you know which way you're betting because yeah. even in a game that's close and a pretty fun game to watch, Mm-hmm. Sal immediately is like, this is garbage. This I know. Game, this game is well, I, I was saying that. I was getting the text messages from you guys last night. I felt bad for you, Paulie kid. You're at the Islanders game, and I'm bombarded because you happen to, you're not that you happen to be, but you're on like four other text chains of mine. So you probably got a thousand text, yeah, texts that had nothing we were to do with it. getting that like, this yeah. game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand it. NBA blows. Yeah, right. You know, we're getting a lot of that. I stand by it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I hate it. We got to move on. But anyway, tonight, Suns at Clippers, game three. Now this has jumped to one and a half. Boy, the Suns and four guy has really uh, gotten into the odds makers' heads here. Phoenix on the road, a one and a half point favorite. What's the over on the 221 and a half? Maybe that change. These change. They're changing so much, these lines. Mm-hmm. 221 yeah. and a half is the over under. Hey, we raced to 10 with these two squads on Tuesday. Wow. Uh, check it out if you haven't on the Extra Points Pod mm. Twitter feed there. We, uh, Eddie Spaghetti put together a nice little montage of our um, we were distraught for the first few minutes and then pure elation down 8-2 we had the ball and we came back and we won brother Bry good job by you now 3-0 and in picking the race to 10 we yes. may have him do it the rest of the way like uh, he mentioned like, like a craps like yeah you just keep shooting do it but, uh, I, I'm, that was Harry, so I think good. Harry would agree I think I'm oh, all for that I don't want to pick I don't want it. <laughs> Brian, what, the, I mean, I don't want to put all this pressure on Brian, but it's also nice to win. So what, what do you think? Right. Right. Yeah, I, could, I mean, I can you do it. You ride the hot hand. You ride the hot hand. I can do it. So the Bucks get game I, four. Tuesday is game four. Atlanta is home against the Bucks. So that, right. start start thinking, Brian. Don't, you know, start, I'm not saying spending all <laughs> of the next it. five days that's, thinking That's about a good one, though. That's going to be yeah. a fun one. That's yeah. going to be fun. That'll be good. So anyway, the Suns one and a half tonight. In L.A., Chris Paul coming back, bringing his COVID here. You know, L.A. was free of COVID. And now, I don't know, now we get this guy here bringing it back. <laughs> um, I, it's funny because 
Bri, you had him 18 to one a couple weeks ago to win NBA Finals MVP. I jumped on it late on Tuesday. I said five to one, even though he hasn't played in this series. This is just for NBA Finals. Now I'm going the other way and saying maybe he shouldn't even play game three. Holy crap. Cameron Payne, a Texas legend. Tech, that, that's the name of his team last January. No, right. Those 37 minutes, Parlay Kid, without turning the ball over. And then he scored been, 27 points or 29 points. Phenomenal. Been fantastic. Getting the eight, nine assists per game as yeah. well. Uh, good for that kid. I mean, some kids just need a chance. He's getting a chance and he's capitalizing it. And he's going to get paid at some point now yeah. uh, for his play. So you're right. I'm not sure if you need to rush Paul back, but it's not like we're rushing him back from an injury, right? So, right. Uh, or if you know, as far as we know, he's pretty much been healthy the whole time. So right, I guess right. you got to get his you got to get his wind and his legs back too. So I guess he's got to play. So exactly. Well, I am going to go. I'm going to, I've not done well with these matchups, these player matchups, but, and this is, I'm not doing anyone a favor picking a minus 162, but Paul George over Denver, Devin Booker. I think maybe their offense will be a little bit out of sorts with Paul there, at least in the beginning. And Devin Booker's numbers will suffer. And then you got Paul George, who's like the ultimate redemption guy, right? What does he have? He'll, he'll score, uh, he'll score 37 and then 28 and then 34, and then 26. So I'm zigzagging. Yeah, We're up to the zag, the good Paul George part, where uh, he redeems himself for missing two clutch free throws in the last nine seconds there. And I think he puts up a 38, 39-point game, and I think that's enough to be more, uh, have outscore Devin Booker. He has a few 31s in there, too. I like Paul George. I root for him. But it's also fun to make fun of him when he misses free throws. So I'll go Paul George minus 162 over Devin Booker. That's my player prop. Paulie kid, back at you. You like the Clippers, not so fast. Yeah, sons. well, yeah, yeah I, you know the Clippers plus one hundred, uh, mm -hmm. right on the money line. Uh, look, we've been there, done that here for the Clippers, right? They've been down uh, in their previous two series, two nothing, uh, and they found a way to win. And let's face it, they, they were right there to win Game Two. Sure. So I know Paul's back, but man, pain. Sometimes that could hurt just a little bit in terms of now figuring him into back into the rotation. I don't know. Maybe there's something that's off in the Suns game tonight because yep. of that. I, I don't know. It's it's stupid logic in a way, but there's something that look the Clippers. This is a must win, right? They have to win this game. They're home. They've come back twice from two nothing. Why? If I'm getting plus one hundred on this game, why would I not yeah. take that? With this Clippers team, I also sell because that is my extra points pick of the day too. All right, I don't love to, I don't love to double dip. I'm also going to say I recommend Reggie Jackson over 26 and a half points, rebounds, assists at minus 113. Sal, Brother I like Brian, that as well. Yeah. Four what was straight, Reggie? Was he's he done 19? it in four straight games? 19 four straight, he's gone over the 26. Was that game two where he was 19? Or uh, Brian yeah, had it. it was yeah. Game yeah. two, I had 19 and a half. He had like 19 points with uh, 48 minutes left <laughs> in the game. And he ended up 19. <laughs> Only 48. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's his damn player props. So I got him every time. Parley Kidd, I mean, I'm looking at the first quarter spread, and it's Clippers are getting a half a point in the first quarter, and it's minus 124. Shit. I mean, if you really. I, 
I know. You know what? The thing that's scared the Clippers, I don't know. They just slow starting sometimes, I feel like. But uh, yeah, I'm just if, if, if our narrative is that Chris Paul and the offense is going to take a minute to get in sync. I it's mean, very I true. Know. No, I, yeah. I like it. I like it across the board. I think the Clippers have a strong game. Yeah. Um, if there's going to be a game they win this series, this has got to be it. It's got to right. be it. All right, Harry, before you moved to Vail, you were a, a resident of uh, Arizona and Phoenix and Scottsdale area right there, <laughs> yeah. Paradise Valley, and you're sticking with your sons. Uh, I am. Um, look, I, I hear what Parlick had said, said up here about the, the, the Clippers starting slow and then bouncing back. But um, I don't know. Oh, lost two to Dallas, lost two to Utah. And maybe if they lost this game, game two by – 15 or 20 points, that might be a little different thing. But the way they lost that game, too, the way they lost it, I don't think they got enough left in the tank, especially with no uh, Leonard. Uh, no answer for Aiton down low. He's been uh, dominant down there, getting tons of easy baskets. You mentioned Cameron Payne's out 29-9. and nine. He's been fantastic filling in for Chris Paul, not just in these two games, but also when Paul was hurt during uh, the Lakers series. Yeah, but he's not, gonna be, he's not going to be in there, though. So oh, he'll, he'll get enough. He'll get play. He'll get play. Right. He'll get enough. Okay. And uh, and Booker didn't even have a great game scoring in game two. Uh, and they still won the game. Um, and not to mention, Suns have won nine in a row in the playoffs. Nine in a row. The rolling. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't know what to make of this Suns team. I don't know. Some people say that's the best two teams. We're watching the best two teams when it's the Suns and the Clippers. I, I, it, it might be. Or they might be like yeah. eighth and 11th. Like I have no. Hey. Friggin' idea. Hey, hey Sal, speaking of yeah. the player point matchup, um, the one right below George and Booker. Yeah, I was uh, looking at that Aiton, one. Aiton is plus 108 over Paul. Harry, what do you think about that? You like that? Or Ooh, that's I mean, a, Paul that's, was Paul that's was tough. rolling with his points. Um, what are they, was. both around 15? Is that they both expect to have yeah. about 15? Is that what it is? Um, I don't actually. Yeah, eight, good point Aiden of was what fifteen and a half to, uh, a couple days. Aiden is fifteen and a half at right. minus one twenty-two. That's uh, a tough Chris one. Paul is uh, sixteen, 16 and, and a half minus one twenty-two. Mm -hmm. So I That's guess it makes one. sense. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said though, Aiden, he's getting I, so many, many easy how points. How many down That's from the easy points, right? Exactly. Points. So, and I think it might take Paul a little bit of time sure. to find his game. So. Maybe, maybe that's not a bad player point matchup right there. How about this, Brian? We'll get to yours in a second. But Chris Paul under 12 and a half plus 280. I don't know. Why not? He, he can never he know. Can go, he can go 11 and 7 and whatever, right? It's not a yeah, bad Yeah, absolutely. Right. He did that the whole Denver series. Yeah. Right? All right, Brian. Not Denver. Uh, not Denver. Dallas. Lakers. 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 The Lakers. The Lakers. I'm going to get my kids. It doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't. 30, 36 right. in the it's last game against Denver. Parley kid. 36 against Denver in game four. Uh, Brother Bry, you like right, Beverly. Yes. Bev Beverly's not someone we've mentioned a lot uh, in this series. Yeah, I like yeah. I, I was actually shocked at this number, but his his over under was seven and a half. But I love the under here. Um, yeah. Even though you, you got to lie, lay minus one thirty five. I think it definitely is high. He's only gone over this number twice in um, 12 playoff games so far. But we know why Be Beverly's out there. He's a pest at times. You know, he can suffocate you. He can break your nose and think it's an offensive foul. Mm -hmm. uh, but, with, but with Paul back, he's <laughs> with Paul back. He's really going to have his hands full between Paul and Booker. I mean, that's going to be his job, right? Stopping right. whoever the hot hand is there. You know, he's going to get his occasional three when he's left wide open. But there's always the possibility in this game, especially, you know, I, I know he did start two last game, which he had been coming yeah. off the bench. But 
There is always the possibility against Booker or Paul. He picks up some fouls early and has to check out of the game here too. So uh, yeah, give me under seven and a half. I actually, yeah, you have some adjusted lines too for Beverly. If you like unders or him basically doing nothing, you could get, you know, like under four and a half plus 280, but not out of, not out of the realm of possibility. He only hits one three and that's it for the game. That's good. All right. That'll be fun. So that's Suns Clippers tonight, and we'll uh, hit you back on Race to 10 Tuesday. Most exciting. Oh, yeah. Four to eight minutes in sports gambling. It just is. There's nothing else. I'm sorry. You can compare it. To everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's like a horse race. Like, no, it isn't. You don't know where your horse is for the first minute, and then you lose <laughs> them again in the next 45 seconds, and then you're, you either win or lose. Like, well, you know, that, that would have been like the other day if a horse broke their leg out of the gate, but then won, and then won the yeah. race. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> If the horse broke his fistula, what what is it, Harry? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. Yes, Euro 2020 is here. The knockout stage after a year delay. It's always exciting when a player scores a goal in the Euros, but this year, twice as exciting because FanDuel is paying out double the winnings to new users when you bet on a player to score during a Euro 2020 game. Yes, 2020. Just sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook. Enter promo code against all odds. And pick your goal scorer in the anytime goal scorer market for a shot at two times the payout. Harry Kane for England, Romelo Lukaku from Belgium, Kylian Mbappe, France, Cristiano Ronaldo. That's the one I should be able to say, right? From Portugal. So many right out there. Robert Lewandowski from Poland. Yes. No matter who you pick, FanDuel will double your payout up to $250 and you'll have your bonus in less than 72 hours. Do it. Sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook with promo code against the odds and choose any player in the anytime goal scorer market for a chance to double your winnings. That's code against all odds. All right, let's move on to the NFL because I'm always, always, always looking for an excuse to talk about football. And uh, while I badmouth Aaron Rodgers, he has given us an opportunity at least to get in to some of these props. And I was looking at the odds for MVP. Now, we'll do this all again in August, I'm sure, and maybe even next month. But I'm looking at the MVP odds. Mahomes, 5-1 to one odds. Rodgers, 10-1 to one odds. Brady, 12-1. to one. Josh Allen, 13. Dak, 15. Lamar, 17. Those are the top six. Um, Rodgers obviously won last year. What happens to that Rodgers number 10 to 1 if he goes to Denver? I think while he might see it as a good move, yeah, Parley kid, I think that goes up. You know what you're yeah. getting with Rodgers in Green Bay, who, by the way, is extending Devontae Adams. So for all that Devontae Adams said, we got your back. We got Devontae Adams looks like he plans on staying in Green Bay for uh, some time now. But Rodgers won the MVP. We know what he gets in an offense. We know what he gets going up against that division. He's lost only two games, I think, in the last two years to the uh, NFC North. I, I Now you put him in the AFC West. That number uh, doesn't go to 15 to 1, but probably goes to 12. I don't like Rodgers as an MVP in the AFC West. I don't mind him uh, in the NFC North, right, Parley Kid? Am I looking at this the right way? I You're exactly looking at this the right way, Sal. I think that's great logic. Um yeah, if he goes to Denver, I you know that ten to one. What is it? Uh, well, he's yeah, not even the number one quarterback odds wise in that division. To, right, to, to get right, that. exactly, yeah. right, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure what that number would be. It would be a tough to figure it out, but it's uh, you're gonna get better value than if he's in Green Bay. That's for sure. Yeah, I think. Right. So no I think 
brother Brian and I talk about this, and the same with the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. So Chiefs to win the Super Bowl is six to one. And I think like our reasoning there is like, well, if you bet them every year for the next six years, you're probably going to make money. If you bet them until they win, and then you bail out of the bet, you're probably going to win. They'll win in the next year or next yeah. two or next three years. I feel the same for Mahomes. Uh, five to one odds, as long as he's healthy, obviously. I know it's a weak pick here at five to one, but he's in the top three every year. If he's healthy and it's week 15, there's just no way he's not in that discussion, right? And yep. they worked on that offensive yep. line. I know Long is a little uh, busted up now, but that was um, that was the weak point. In that, that was the thing to worry about entering 2021 season. But like I said, 316 yards a game was number one in the league last year. 1% inter interception rate, number one in the league last year. And he was 14-1. Yep. and one. It's almost ridiculous that he didn't win last year, if you look at those numbers. But Aaron Rodgers, great job. And they dominated the NFC in the regular yeah. season. So he won it. But I think Mahomes, much like the Chiefs, you go with him every year until he keeps winning, until he wins, and you'll collect on 5-1. to one. Yeah. Uh, Paulie kid, you're going uh, a little bit of favoritism. Yeah, here, well, because I, like yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm going to be a, have a, be a homer here, but I like what you're saying, so because you know what, probably by week eight or nine, Mahomes is like three to one, mm -hmm. right at that time. So it yeah. just seems like that he's, and then maybe by week fifteen, he's like even odds, because his numbers, if he's healthy, are going to be fantastic, and the Chiefs are going to win a lot of football games. So right. to grab him at five to one is still good value in my mind. So I do like what you're saying there. Um, but I'm going to go, and you know, I've always been a Tony Romo guy. So, uh, But Dak Prescott has really grown on me over the years. Mm -hmm. He's become an excellent quarterback. Uh, and and as Harry knows, as we both had, we've talked about this before, he was on pace to maybe set a record for yards last yep. year before his injury. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be coming off, he's coming off a gruesome injury. If he, if this guy is healthy and he throws for, uh, my prediction is he's going to approach 5,500 yards this year mm -hmm. for the Cowboys and probably approach 35 to 40 touchdowns. And if the Cowboys can win that division, he is going to be in the running for that. And I would yeah. grab, if this, if this comeback player of the year award odds, I would jump on him right now, no matter what those odds are too. Uh, I think Alex Smith is going to just keep, keep winning that every year, <laughs> whether he suits up or not. Yeah, yeah, he's up there. I forgot who else did we see for that. Oh, there was someone else who didn't get injured who could maybe win that, and I was uh, furious. Who the hell? Did someone opt out or somebody come out? No, they just had a bad year. I can't remember. Maybe Joel. Maybe uh, <laughs> Joel said Stephen Guskowski. No, it's not. A, it was a uh, Carson Wentz win it. Like Carson Wentz was up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So yes. that, that was that was not yeah. like what did he do? He got traded. He was lucky. Uh, all right. Uh, right. Brother Bry, jump in there. I know you're a Mahomes guy. What are you going with here? Yeah, I mean, the Mahomes at five to one. I mean, it's great value because like you see, he's going to be top. You know, he's going to be top three every year. He's going to win this award two or three more times probably in his career. Right. So I think I think it makes sense, especially over these next few years. He's I feel like Paul like Kid said like his, his odds will go down as week eight. But I almost feel like he'd be plus 350 right now if he didn't have that injury. Uh, obviously, right. everyone's prone to I injury. I know. Right. right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. But, but he's, you know, he's that in. 
he's talking about a perfect season and, you know, so, you know, and with the extra game, yeah, if he's healthy, who knows, he, you know, he's mm-hmm. the type of guy who could get 6,000 yards, right. In a right. 17 game season. But, uh, you know, when I was looking at some type of value, I was like, I was like, you know, I know this is a guy Harry liked last year, but I, I, I would look at Kyler Murray at 23 to one. Look, it's pretty high considering this is higher than it was at this point last year. So mm-hmm. I think last year, I think maybe started off like, you know, a year ago, you know, like last April was like 25 to one, but he dropped to like 12 to 15 to one before the season. But now you're getting at 23 to 23 to one. Um, this is a guy very easily could be, you know, 4,500 yards, maybe more passing a thousand yards rushing, which, you know, this would be yep. the first guy ever to do something even close to that. But, you know, halfway through the season last year, he was an MVP candidate, mm-hmm. but he definitely he seemed to get hurt the second of the half of the exactly. year. And, and, and exactly. that's when they lost, yes. you know, his shoulder or whatever issues. Yep. Yeah, but they lost five of the last seven. They're going to have a, a better line this year. They added, you know, they added Rodney Hudson from the Raiders, who's probably the best center in football, which th- great job by the Raiders. People are sleeping on the Cardinals this year. They're yeah, sleeping I, on the Cardinals. Well, I, this is I, a good number, Bry, twenty-three to one. But then, yeah, might, he, he, they have to win the yeah. division, though, for well, everyone, that, right? I mean, that that's the yeah. thing, right? Well, they got to at least fit. You know, they have to at least make the playoffs, wins, and his numbers wins. have to be yeah. crazy. But you know, I do like the addition of Rondell Moore, so uh, for for Murray as a weapon. So yeah, I just like the fact that you know he's gonna he had a great year last year. He's gonna be better, and you're getting better odds than you got last year. And and mm-hmm. in the third year, you know, maybe like Josh Allen or whoever. You know, he takes a bigger step, and uh, I, I just like those odds there. Yeah, six to one to win the division. So those are uh, that's a nice dance partner for that bet, that Murray yeah. MVP bet right there. So there you go. All right, Harry. Uh, I, I you know you sent me your answer. I thought it was going to be something infuriating, but this isn't bad. I'm, I I could live with this. Tell what you got. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Josh Allen at thirteen to one. I think that's pretty good value too. Uh, good, just look good what he's one. done. In the last three years, something no one's been able to achieve in Buffalo since Machine Gun Kelly in the early 90s. Playoffs two years ago, AFC Championship last year, um, 45 total touchdowns last year, and he can also beat you with his legs in three years as a pro. He's got 27 rushing touchdowns, and last year, five times he had four touchdowns in the game. Just throwing this out there, Mahomes, three, and only once did he have a negative game picks-to-touchdown ratio. Mahomes had two. Just throwing that out there, and Josh Allen the third. What do you, Mahomes? I just told you, Mahomes had one percent interception rate, number one in the league, and and that's what you go after, Mahomes interceptions. Uh, I went. Are said, you just saying? Maybe you're just no, saying. No, you're just no, saying? no, I'm not. I'm saying. I'm saying that those two <laughs> stats I just gave are better on Josh Allen's side than Mahomes. That's all. And Mahomes has gotten injured lately, and Allen is as healthy as a horse. All right, Brian. What does that mean? Is Mahomes just throwing more passes? I I, I don't know how that rectified that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Harry is uh, also. I will say Josh Allen went from fifty nine. I mean, that was the big thing. He went from fifty nine percent completion quarterback to a sixty nine percent completion quarterback. Right. So that's that was a bit. No one jumps that much in their second to third year or first to right. second or or anything. So yeah, Josh Allen at thirteen to one on a team that could win thirteen or fourteen games is not bad. Your boy, um, I'm ninety to here. one. What's ninety to one? Sam Darnold, which is a joke. Uh, ninety to one. She'd be nine thousand to one. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking at your guy Dalvin Cook at seventy five to one. And to your credit, only two running backs are ahead of him. Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry at fifty to one. Everybody thousand combined yards last year. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh Baker's fun at twenty six to one. I'm just looking at teams that could surprise and win twelve or thirteen games in there. Uh Deshaun Watson fifty to one. 
no, not happening. Uh, all right. So that'll be fun. We'll, we'll only do that about six more times between now and uh, yeah, September true. 8th. But uh, those are the MVP odds. Right now, it's time. Each week, the Degenerate Trifecta and I set sail tackling pretend propositions as they pertain to sports and pop culture. As we jump on the riverboat casino, let's do it. And uh, in light of the Parley Kid and Mikey Meatballs attending what could be the last game ever at Nassau Coliseum. Parley Kid already went on record, says he hopes that was the last game ever. So he could go and say, <laughs> I saw the last game ever at Nassau Coliseum. But anyway, got to thinking, which sports last would you most want to attend? Which sports last? I mean, the category... The, the the possibilities are endless. Would it be the last game at Nassau Coliseum? Five to two odds. Uh, Parley Kid and Mikey Meatballs may have pulled that off. Kobe's last game. He went crazy at Staples Center. Three to one odds. Tiger Woods' last Masters win. That's a nice little ticket stub to have. Or Logan Paul's last fight, 75,000 to one. I don't think there's going to be a lot of takers on that. Or you can go the field, minus 200. Harry, what is your pick for the, the last sporting event you would most want to attend? Well, I'm going to take the field here. And uh, and Parley Kid mentioning earlier that I don't have a team. I don't follow a team. Now, this might right. be a lame pick, and you guys don't give a crap about it. But my team that I do follow all the time is the Syracuse Orange basketball team. And Parley Kid knows this. And I'm going to say I was only nine years old, but I remember the game when there was their last game in Manly Fieldhouse where they only have 5,400 fans, 5,400 seats. And they played Georgetown. I was nine years old, and I begged my dad to go to if he get tickets to go to the game. Obviously, mm. he didn't get tickets. I would have loved to have went. They played the rival <laughs> Georgetown, lost the game fifty-two to fifty. I remember terrible. watching on TV when I was nine in nineteen eighty. I would have I wanted to go to that game so bad at Manly Fieldhouse. And then the next year, they opened obviously the Carrier Dome. They lo they lost the game, and you would have wanted to go. You're a Syracuse I fan. They to lost go. the game. There was nine thousand fans. Your father was drunk and and made the right decision not to drive you forty minutes to Syracuse. And and you, this is the one you picked. Oh my! Look, he gosh. took me to a lot of games, but he didn't. I never got to go to Manly Fieldhouse, and I wanted to go to that last game so bad. Interesting. Well, the the scratch off lottery tickets weren't treating him right that day. What are you going to do? It All right, brother Bry, brother Bry, jump in here. Well, there's a lot. I mean, I was this got me thinking about like a million different things. But yeah, the Kobe one is great. I mean, yeah, yeah to say you were at Kobe's 80, you know, or in the Tiger Woods Masters. I mean, I could only imagine being at those. But I'm going right. to say for myself personally, I'm going to say the Raiders last Super Bowl in uh, 1983, oh. which technically happened in 84. So I would have only been four at the time. So I wouldn't have remembered any like shit about that game anyway, mm -hmm. even if I did go. But I'm 41 now. There's a harsh reality that Mahomes is going to rule this division for the next 12 <laughs> to 15 years. I'm going to be mid 50s or late 50s by the time he's done. Yeah. I may be I may be dead by then. I may not get to see oh, another Raider. Well, it's possible. I ne may not get to see another uh, or maybe never get to see a Raiders Super Bowl. Um, player props so, are going to kill brother Bry. Yeah, Who's I, know. Do that <laughs> I know, especially when Who's we're going you know, when we're gamblers, we we really our right. life expectancy is like 28 and a half years. Old. Right. Uh, old, <laughs> You're old. already ahead of the curve. So, yeah. yes, exactly. So especially, <laughs> you know, since cars, uh, cars essentially never leaving the Raiders. So, um, yeah, so I. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give myself the Raiders. Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Wait, so the, what was that? That was uh, that was the the Redskins. That, that was Red the Marcus. Oh yeah, so that was Marcus, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Crazy, Allen crazy, big crazy big run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would have been All fun. Right. 
That's a fun one to be at. All right, Parlay Kid, do you go with that? You have one under your belt. This yeah. is gravy for you. Last yeah. game at Coliseum could be good enough. Yeah, I mean, I like to say, I mean, I do have a jersey from Tony Romo's last yeah. win. I have that written down against the Dolphins. I, yep. All right, I have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was at Don Mattingly's last game at Yankee Stadium with you. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, we were um, right. Uh, when and he actually homered in that last game, and Jim Laritz won it in the bottom of the fifteenth. Uh, Mariano threw three shut innings when nobody knew who Mariano Rivera did stay, was. Did you stay for the whole game? We yeah. Yes, did? we okay. did. We, uh, yes. You're not going to get him on that, Harry. Come ha- on. Harry, ha- ha- Harry, how are you I not? I never a, ha- leave a game early. Never okay. leave a game. Okay. Early. How come? How come Harry? I know Harry was upstate or wherever the hell Harry was. Where? How come Harry wasn't at that game? Because we had like 25 guys. Well, because we right? invited Larry. Yeah, I don't think Ken <laughs> let him go. Ken wouldn't let him go. That Larry time. was there <laughs> getting a pedicure. Heck, yeah. I even think Coop was there. Oh, you oh, might be right. It. Yeah, he, he wasn't, but he wasn't. Paulie Crispino was there too with us. Nice, uh, Mike Marino. Well, it was a great crowd, but Sal, <laughs> there was nothing that could have topped last night. There you go. And look, uh, you know, thank you to uh, you know extra points for making that really happen. I don't think without uh, you guys that would have happened. So, um, I one of the uh, young men I bought to the game last night texted me. One of my son's friends said, "Thank you for giving me one of the best nights of my life." Really? Said. That's what Very he nice. said. Very that's nice. what he said. He said, and that's why we thought. Wait a minute. What? You... Sorry, I lost you. I'm getting mad at this whiny dog here. What? What? Happened? Someone texted you about? Yeah, the my game? my son. My son bought one of his friends, and oh, he texted me when okay. he got home, and he said, "Thank you for giving me one of the best nights of my life." Oh, that's nice. Like that's how go. we felt about. It. That's how that game was. Right. It was incredible, Sal. The atmosphere couldn't have been better. I'm glad. I was possibly there at the last game at Nassau Coliseum, but I'll tell you what, if there's another one, I'll be there. Really? All right. Yes, I, I will I be there. I to believe. I, I, minus 180. I have to the, now. The, the I have kid's to. kid's lying is minus 180, I think. <laughs> uh, I am going to go with one. I'm going to take you guys back. Do you remember the significance of January 1st, 404 AD? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a hint. All right. The Emperor Honorius... Decreed the end of gladiatorial contests in 399 AD. They finally ended five years later. This is the last fight at the Roman Colosseum. The last known gladiatorial fight at the Roman Colosseum took place under the reign of Honorius. Mel Gibson was there cursing out the Jews. It was a crazy, crazy day. Uh, my ancestors, I'm sure, lost on a bad beat. Someone was allergic to their own body armor or some crap. <laughs> but uh, there you go. The last fight at the Roman Coliseum. Imagine being around for that. I mean, not that- around now to talk about it, but a ticket stub is worth uh, at least $18, and the F- NFT is worth $18 million, and Joel <laughs> is selling T-shirts that are worth somewhere in between. But that's Do- what I'm going with. The Do last we know- fight at the Roman Coliseum. How uh, great would that have been? Do Don't we know, back. like, with were there... I'm very curious, like when you watch like movies like Gladiator, were there rules back then? Like, do they say like no shots, even though it, like it's fight to the death, but no yeah. shots to the groin or like you can't bite nah, anyone. Like it's pussy rules. You can pull hair, <laughs> kick in the nuts. And but, by the way, the guy's dead. So what are you going to do? Like, no, sorry, you're disqualified. The dead guy moves on to the next round. I don't even know how you would do it. What food do they serve there? <laughs> uh, they had top notch steak. You know, they had all the great stuff. All right, uh, let's jump in there. Uh, what do you got, Joel Solomon? 
This is tough because I could easily go Hofstra's last football game against UMass, uh, a, a big win, 52-38. Uh, you've got the last Kardashian wedding to an athlete would be amazing. Um, <laughs> it's not really close, close, but yeah. Okay. Close that out, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, no jokes here. I mean, I went to Jeter's last game. Uh, there were rumors that he was going to retire, and we raced to get uh, – a season ticket package that included the last game at Yankee mm. stadium, which basically, you know, cost what tickets to the final game would have been. Uh, Dave Robertson, of course, blew a save that should have been his last game as a Yankee also, but it, it was incredible. He blew a save allowing Jeter uh, one last at bat um, against the Sox, right? Against, uh, the Orioles. Oh, Orioles. The Orioles. Right, right. Remember, Joel, that's a great call. I love it. I love it. I, I'm a brother, Brian. I were Mel Miller's bar. Miller's house. Miller's. Uh, we watching that game, and it was like a miracle, like the way the game was tied, right? Completely. Like, like Baltimore tied the game up, but it enabled Jeter to get that winning hit, right? It was like, and it was like that perfect Jeter hit, the inside-out swing. <laughs> yeah, he's slapping. Harry, I could I could have got a base hit on that meatball that was down the middle. Give me a break. Wow. 85 mile per hour meatball. You would have eaten the meatball before you, you uh, right. hit it. <laughs> That's what they served at the Roman Coliseum. 85 mile an hour meatballs. Uh, and then he gave uh, Derek, he gave everyone a gift basket after the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joel, the one you were was the one was the one you were at. Then. I mean, that's fine. That, yeah, that would be it. Also went to Jerome Bettis' last game, uh, the Super Bowl in Detroit, which was awesome. And uh, oh, yeah. And and. I don't know. Or Parlay Kid's last wrestling match would have been amazing. <laughs> I, I don't know what disability the kid had. I was there. But. Yeah, well, it wasn't that great. Was, I was there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kid from Brentwood, right? Like so, well, you know, so we should put the wrestling match with you and Finkin. Like, I wish I was there for that. <laughs> that oh, should have yeah. been his last it's, match. Oh, that, yeah. Just, oh, that. Oh, I'm going to get crap for that. I don't care. Oh. Uh, Joel, do you have any? How do we make up to Harry for uh, for not making that Syracuse Georgetown game that they lost by a bucket? We're already looking into flights. The final Shanghai Dragons game. We're going to send them oh, uh, good. overseas. Okay. Good. That's and, smart. Uh, <laughs> right. He can enjoy that with Ken. Good. Jim Cunningham, uh, what would be your favorite last to attend? There's a lot of good choices here. Uh, the Kobe one would be fun because that was hilarious. And what do you take, like 60-something shots? <laughs> He's still there. Uh, I actually almost bought tickets to that earlier in the season because I was thinking he um, might retire. And yeah. I wish I had. It would have been fun, or I could have made some money off it. I went to Mariano's last game at Yankee Stadium. That was really fun. Really? And it was good because I went with my dad and my cousin, and my cousin was taking a crap when Mariano <laughs> came out of the bullpen for the what? last time, so we missed it. So <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. No. But, oh, um, no. Yeah, so I was thinking maybe uh, Michael Jordan's last dance with the Bulls yeah. would be good when he beats Utah. I think, I think I'd go with uh, – Vince Young's last college game, Reggie Bush's last college game, that oh, Rose yeah. Bowl game, 2006. Well, yeah. Arguably Amazing. the greatest college game ever played. Yeah, Jim, you have like 50 cousins, so the odds are that one of them is going to be taking a shit during uh, Mariano <laughs> Rivera's last uh, stint. Yep. Death um, taxes, and one of them's taking a shit. Exactly. Right now. <laughs> Spaghetti, you got anything? Meatballs? Anybody for uh, favorite last? 
Uh, for me, it would have been the two options I would have used were like Eli Manning's last or Henrik Lundqvist's uh, last game, but oh, I missed no. both of those. So I have to basically pick a new Ranger now to be obsessed over. And then maybe in 10 to 15 years, I will tend them. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> what was Eli's last? That couldn't have been good. He must have lost that game, right? Or did he win? I mean, you could say last Super well, Bowl and then you get, you get, well, yeah, Leo. That, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's look I know. Up. I think, I know he was like crying. Yeah, yeah. It's hard they, to tell. They pulled an that day, didn't they? They pulled an upset Eli, won that yeah, day. Eli won his last game to reach the 500 mark, didn't he? He did? Right. Something like that? Oh, that's right. That's right. To get to 500, yeah. <laughs> Not 500 wins, a 500 career record. All right, there Congrat- you go. Well, Congratulations, Eli. There you go. Riverboat <laughs> Casino. We'll do it. That was a fun one, I think. Uh, let's go one. to Sharp Tank. These guys, their best bets for today or tomorrow or the weekend. This effing dog. I don't know what I'm going to do here. Uh, <laughs> Paul Kid, you were the only winner on Tuesday's Sharp Tank with the Islanders. Keep it going. Uh, boy, risking your one-game streak here. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, um, unfo- you know, I might have to switch this up because I don't know. Can I, can I can give it. Whatever Middleton is to go over in points, I would uh-huh. jump on it. Okay. That's Looks what I would tell you. What was it last game? It's not 20, going to move 20, much. 20, 24 and a half. It should be the same, right? Uh, you know, yeah, it so it'll be, about, right? it'll be uh, yeah. almost so, like that within a half a point. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping that's up so you know we, we can post it soon. So, why don't we just stick with uh Middleton over? Uh, he normally rebounds with a uh, a pretty impressive performance. So, okay, uh, I, I like Middleton there, and obviously, uh, if his over and threes as well, uh, would probably. Be something I'd look into as well. I'm but my short tank will be. You're, you're not taking Isles plus 142, huh? All right. Got uh, Middleton. Middleton over. I get it. Yeah. He's, let's he's go. He's meatballs. He's got he's to he's stay quiet for this one. Possibly no <laughs> Kucherov either, Darren. No Kucherov for Tampa Bay. Wow. Leading score. Wow. Unbelievable. Hey, they, they, they didn't have him all year long, Harry. So He's yeah. yeah. a leading scorer yeah. in the playoffs. Tampa Bay, they've cheated. They've circumvented the salary cap by keeping him on the. Uh, the list, the wow. injury list all year long. Can, there you go. It's been a lot of controversy surrounding that, by the way, in hockey. People don't, you don't really hear much about it, but mm. it's fact. Harry, jump in hockey. You have a <laughs> hockey game here in your sharp thing. Yeah, I'm going to take Las Vegas, Montreal tonight under five and a half. <laughs> I know it's minus 160, but under five and a half. Every game in the series, five goals or less. Uh, a major reason for that is Montreal is 100% in the series in penalty kills, and I mentioned it last week, and now it's up to 12 straight conference championship games for Las Vegas that have resulted in five goals or less. 12 straight, keeps rolling. That's crazy. Goes to 13. I know, insane, right? Um, Under five and a half at minus 160, Las Vegas, Montreal tonight. I mean, I guess they can't make it five, right? So five and a half minus 160. What are they going to do? All right, brother, in a row. That's a lot. All right, Brian. Yeah, yeah, Parla Kid just sent us. I, I, I just saw it too. Yeah, there was some circumventing of the rules by by Tampa Bay, allowing them to like an extra eighteen. Well, maybe they'll have to something. forfeit Game Seven. Let's let's keep this going. Parla Kid's <laughs> already sending it to us. That's great. Yeah, but I am gonna go. I've you know I have my sharp takes. You know whatever WNBA has been shit. I've been pretty good. I've been good on these UFC over, um, over round totals in these main events. So I'm gonna stick with it this weekend. I'm gonna go. Um, the Cyril Ghan, um, Alexander Volkov over four and a half rounds, uh, at minus 112. Look, both guys are, you know, 
both guys, most of them, most of the other fights, this is like a Harry reasoning in terms of most of their fights are finishes, but uh, this fight, it's kind of reminds me a little bit when Volkov uh, fought uh, Curtis Blades in terms of Gon is a superior, superior wrestler. Oh, I, even fun. though, he, yeah. even though, even though he's a good, you know, a very good striker too, Gon, I think he might want to keep this on the ground a little bit, at least early, um, you know, take Volkov down a little bit earlier and extend this later on into the fight. Um, I think this. I think this is going the distance, unless you get some type of gone submission. Mm. Uh, I do. I think I favor gone a little bit, but by decision. But it's very close to the over four and a half anyway. So over four and a half, uh, minus one twelve. All right, minus one twelve. You have any thoughts on Davis Barrios? Yeah, it'll be good uh, boxing. It's, uh, yeah, uh, it's that, hard. That's it's, as good as boxing gets. I well, think, it's, right? it's, it's minus five fifty. Still, it's <laughs> funny that it's funny that you have a Davis fight, right? And he's minus four hundred. Like every time you get a Davis yeah. fight, it's like minus five thousand. Yeah, right. It's, it's amazing. It. Yeah, as good this, as it this, gets. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, like I said, I assume you're putting Davis and and Lomachenko and you know, like you said, Italy. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of dumb things going because the Bucks uh, screwed me real hard <laughs> last night, and they'll do so again tomorrow, I'm sure. Um, all right, there you go. Uh, all right, Harry, I can't argue with 12 in a row. And, uh, but I, I will say the minus 160 number has not been kind to me or I think any of us here on, on the, against the odds mm. the last couple of weeks. But I will say uh, I'll go with you, Las Vegas, Montreal, under five and a half, minus 160. That's tonight. What to expect Vegas with their backs against the wall. They don't know what to do with this Montreal. The, the Vegas Knights don't know what to do, and Vegas in general don't know what to do with this Montreal team odds-wise. But let's go with that under. Uh, all right, that does it. Harry, you, um, Joel, what happened? Harry has a message for the fans or something? Well, first of all, Harry, uh, he gets a lot of a lot of good and bad from the fans on, on Twitter, and sure. we wanted to just take a, a, a moment uh, to acknowledge them. Uh, you know, Harry, this isn't a pulpit. Uh, it's not a... <laughs> It's just he's sitting at a, a a Bavarian oak desk, but he deserves a, a right to to speak back. Go ahead, Harry. What's the matter? Well, no, not not nothing's the matter at all. It's just like I can appreciate getting slammed and and get and and it being witty and funny on Twitter, and I can appreciate I can't appreciate it when it's not, especially when it's oh. like a Ben Kelly tweet, which is oh. just not funny and it's not witty. Now, I will say I'm going to give a, this guy Doug Desane, uh, who's been a fan of ours. Listen yep. to the podcast and stay one. Darren, big Yankee fan, you know. Yep. yep. Um, over the past couple, and usually he's on my side. Now he's he slammed me a couple times in the last week uh, in regards to our pal Ken, um, and you know, and, and I found them to be very funny and very witty, even though I got slammed, and, and they're really not true. But still, like for Father's Day, I gave out in the video. I just wanted to throw out that you know, in the video uh, when it's Father's Day, I wished everyone Happy Father's Day and oh everything like that. And he comes yeah. back with. Did you get Ken a gift since he is your sugar daddy? Number one, right. and then number two, uh, when the, the other day for the uh, for the prize for the hundred dollar prize, that when he said you asked everybody, uh, you know, uh, where I went. Yeah, I had a trivia question. Whoever answered correctly, where did Harry? What internship did he pass right. up to move to Vegas? And we played for John Wilson, who ended up winning a hundred dollars because he correctly guessed CNN. And so, what did this guy guess? Right. So, so all he said is his plan wasn't to always live off of Ken. <laughs> so it's pretty, pretty good pretty All good right. so just listen just ben kelly just uh out there try to be witty and funny like that by the way parlay kid it's been awful quiet on twitter maybe because the jazz joked again i don't know <laughs> been quiet been quiet yes and very quiet ben 
All right, there you go. All right, let's play good point, bad point real quick before we get out of here. Joel Solomon, what was the best point of the last uh, hour or so? Sal, you, I was going to give you best point, Paul George over Devin Booker, but I think you forgot to consider one important thing. What? If Devin Booker is wearing a mask. Oh, right, right. He is wearing a mask. He is LeBron, actually, I think he yeah. is wearing a mask. Go ahead. Right. LeBron went off oh. and scored 61. Kobe had a big streak oh. when he wore a mask. Rip Hamilton never took the mask off. So I, I can't mm. in good conscience give you good point if Devin oh. Booker is wearing Screwed the mask. Screw that up. Uh, somehow I think that'll work against him. I don't know why. It just seems like it would be a hindrance. But uh, you remember, maybe he'll scare all the all the Clippers too. Is the other thing. All right, yeah. All so, right. So I, I, so I don't. So who gets the good point? Well, of course we got to give it to Parlay Kid. He's riding high. Uh, yeah. Dak Prescott, uh, MVP odds. He gave a lot of ifs, more ifs than if Harry, uh, when Jim asked if he recorded his audio. That's a lot of. Ifs. <laughs> Uh, I'll take it. Dak Prescott, 15 to one odds for MVP. There's always a lot of ifs. By the way, I was looking at Parlay Kid. Two things, Parlay Kid, I want to ask you. I should probably ask you off air. But, well, first of all, the, the Cowboys, if you bet their season total in the last 21 years, I think since 2000, the 14 and 7 have gone under. So there's a lot of public. It's uh, unbelievable. Uh, it, it's crazy. Secondly, we talk about. What would you want? We were talking about last and everything. I meant to ask you, and we we like D- Dak Prescott a lot now. But if the Cowboys, we can go back in time, and the Cowboys could have drafted Connor Cook. Would you have taken that? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't oh. get the Dak years, wow. but we get that last Tony year, probably, oh, almost Darren, definitely. D- Darren, Darren definitely agrees to that. Really. 100%. You know, Sal. 100%. <laughs> I do too. Man, we'll I, take your answer I, off Sal, the air, but it's, uh, you know, I know. <laughs> We're it, selfish it, idiots. The poor, you know, because, because Sal, we know Tony Romo. Yeah. Uh, we, we know he's, he's an excellent human being. And we, uh, we, it, Dak is too. Uh, it's something against Dak. It's just that at that time, you know, Romo had had so many unfortunate things go against him during his career. And that final, you know, oh, come that, on, in, that back injury in a preseason game. Well, the most which, unfortunate thing was meeting Harry in a Barney Rubble costume yeah. on Halloween. But yeah, but there, yeah, there was Sal, bad luck leading if up If you to that. remember that year, yeah, Romo told you he thought they might go uh, undefeated that year. Uh, I was looking at you pictures remember of that? us at training he, camp with Romo. He, he, he also told Sally he was making the cut in the golf he, tournament he, and he finished last. No, but he <laughs> said we're, we are we are really good. And not coach Sal. It's I know. You know, we we were told by people on the inside that Romo in practice was just dominating their practices. That well, year. but that it's two different things. Right? He did get and injured, so someone would have had practice. to fill in, and they but would have had to put him in the don't playoff lose your position. job, right? Because of injury. But Dak, who would have expected a, a, a mid-round a draft pick, yeah, to play so well so early? I mean, it was just again another. Terrible bad luck thing. Well, for I blame the teams. Knock it uh, off, two, Harry. two guys. Yeah, just cut his box <laughs> off anyway. Uh, what? Wait, what? That, what? That, by the way, that was the longest he slept without taking a piss. That was a, <laughs> uh, but that we have two guys here on the podcast. Joel Solomon, your Steelers ruined it for Romo because they were winning with a minute left. And if if Dak loses that game, I really think Romo plays the next week. Um, that that was crazy because that made them like eight and one. Then it was like, oh shit, what do you do with this guy? And Brian, your your guys well, drafted Connor Cook, right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. What if the Raiders got Prescott? Right, I know. Damn, um, 
Son Damn. of a bitch. All right. We can't complain. He's, he's Parley Kids MVP. Um, there you go. Uh, Joel, uh, Jim, you have a bad point? No bad points today, but a good job by you, Sal, on mm. getting those tickets. That was really nice oh, for Parlay Kid and Very Michael. Nice, was, Very nice. I don't care. That was that really nice. Well and good it. job by Parlay Kid thanking all of us at Extra Points, even though none of us had anything to do with it. But bad job by you, Sal, on the timing of that because what um, you did it on – the day before Joel's birthday. Happy birthday, Joel. Oh, I can't wait to see what yeah, Sal Joel. gets you if he gets uh, those people those tickets for nothing. It was your birthday. Joel, Just send him a t-shirt. I didn't know that. This goddamn Facebook. Just this send him a t-shirt. This goddamn Happy Facebook birthday, game. baby. Happy face. birthday, Joel. Happy birthday, baby. And, and, Joel. And the older he gets, the more babyish that face gets. It, it becomes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right. Happy birthday, Joel Solomon. I'm headed to the Dodgers game tonight because I heard it could be the last game ever at Chavez Ravine. I don't know how that I'm could supposed be, to go too. Are you really? Yeah, maybe I'll see you. Where there. are you sitting? First base. We're going Somebody. To, so are we. We're but the we're going with the Kimmel show. Uh, Jimmy got tickets for everyone. Right before uh, the the hiatus here, the summer That's hiatus. Nice. Awesome. So, so, somebody might have to bring Joel then. I guess <laughs> I'm gonna send uh, Brad to sit next to you, Jim. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Perfect. All right, uh, everyone entering. Have a good weekend. Happy birthday, Joel Solomon. That's another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta Hill producer Jim Cunningham, Babyface Joel Solomon, Spaghetti and Meatballs. I'm Sal. Saying so long and happy handicapping. No, no, no. Na 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 na